1: you're better than
0: that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that.
2: But you're right.
0: Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us once again for the Discipline Therapy Podcast. We have a special edition, special guest speaker, Mr. Rob Rodriguez, along with your two hosts, Suhei Sotomayor, and with me as always, Mr.
3: EL, Discipline in the Building. Mm-hmm. Very excited
4: today. You guys have hot names. I don't have any hot names.
2: <laughs> Rob Rodriguez, that is so catchy.
4: <laughs> R, R, and R. It's not as sexy as your guys. Lame.
2: R, and R. <laughs> Say your name again, Sotomayor. Uh, yeah, I uh, I can say yours better look, Roberto
4: Rodriguez. oh see, that just makes me sound like one of those Spanish newscasters. <laughs> I'm about to tell you the weather in Spanish. It's not frio. <laughs>
2: Mr. Yale Discipline.
3: Yes, yes.
2: Oh, are you oh. not gonna do your thing? Your thing, thing Oh, so you're so done you, with the intro? Oh, well, a nice you intro. know, listen. You done? Yeah, I'm putting you. I thought you you were going to take the whole thing. I did. No, I did it the first time. All right.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) since you are addicts, we are giving you a dose of discipline therapy where everything is completely free. See, if you subscribe, it's going to be right here, right here, right here. It's free. It's no monthly fee. It's judgment-free, sucker-free, sensor-free, sensitive-free, and plenty of liberty. God and the ancient ancestors are great, and that means everything else is straight. So go grab your wine. Or popcorn or roll a blunt if you have to. But the main thing is make sure the kids are in bed because we can be vulgar. We can be crazy. Well done.
1: We can well done. Prepare crazy. your
3: mind to be fed because we have these soulful conversations. So prepare your mind to be fed. Light one up. Inhale life and exhale strife. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you are tuned into the discipline therapy podcast. We're here. You we always have get.
4: That, I, I just yeah. enjoy listening.
3: We always get that one right. That was nice. That
4: one. <laughs> it's him. Because
2: he has that smooth voice. All right, All right ladies, and like ladies and gentlemen,
3: ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we have a special guest, personal friend of mine. He's like family. Uh, Mr. Rob Rodriguez, aka Mr. Best of the Best. Oh. I mean, if you that's see these awards, listen, listen. He's laughing right now because he's trying to be modest. If you see these awards behind us, that's him.
2: He's even trying to
4: like. I'm saying, hand saying hand.
3: like that's all it's him, his you know?
4: <laughs> wow, yes. that was more credit than I felt like I deserved. That was so.
1: so good. Fir-
3: first and foremost, before we get into the actual questions, because I have a plethora of questions for you. Please, we want no, let's to- go. Ahead. We want to um, ask you, because we always ask um, our guests, how did they cope during the COVID, the, the pandemic? What have you um, learned? What have you learned? Um, did you benefit from it? Did it hurt you anyway? Um, go ahead. You have the floor.
4: Um, I was fortunate enough that I didn't lose anyone during the pandemic. Uh, let me just start off by saying, uh, my heart goes out to anyone who lost, uh, family, who lost, uh, work, who, anyone who was affected by, uh, the pandemic. Um, you know, God bless you. And, uh, you know, here's hopes that, you know, everything goes better for you guys in the future. Uh, I was fortunate enough that, uh, nothing serious happened. Um, but I always find, try to find the good in, uh, even the worst of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son, actually, my first son, uh, was born on February 18th. Yep. He's already mm-hmm. answering our questions. <laughs> That's what's up. Uh, and, uh, four months later, no, I'm sorry, four weeks, I'm sorry, later, uh, the pandemic struck. Mm. The whole world shut down. And, uh, I, I can say the one good thing, very good thing, uh, was that for the next three, four months, uh, my girlfriend and I were, at home. Right. So, he, yeah, so we were quarantined to the house. Um, and my son was able to benefit from that because he had both his parents with that him so awesome. every day yeah. for the first three months of his life. That's we learned beautiful. to be a family. Um, he learned very quickly how to sleep through the night. We, oh, that is so awesome. One, one very difficult thing about being a parent is uh, being thrust into routine that he, he answered my question again I know I was, I gonna, was gonna ask, ask him like
3: new. how how is fatherhood have you what have you yeah. learned like are there positives names because I, I, I still how don't have children yet you? I still don't have children yet so I'm like trying to pick your brain
1: it,
4: it is having um a child being a father I don't know about anyone else but for me it was the um the bc and ad of you know my life there was who I was and what I was doing uh, before I became a father, mm-hmm. and now there's everything that I need to do now that I am a father. Because you are a mm-hmm. father. Yeah. And, um, it does change you, uh, for the better. And uh, again, I can only say this for myself, um, because um, being, you know, fatherhood, motherhood, uh, is different for everyone. But for mm-hmm. myself personally, um, I have a different perspective on just life and people and, you know, the things that you thought matter mm-hmm. didn't matter as much. And the things that you never even Talk thought about. of is now one of the most important things in the world. Um, and, uh, in that aspect, there are definitely positives and negatives, but because COVID kind of thrusts us into parenthood and, um, routine, that's mm-hmm. really I mean, the most important thing about, you know, parenting at first. We were fortunate enough that we were able to be thrust into routine without the distractions of the outside world. Yeah. There was no people hitting us up. Hey, are you coming over here? Mm-hmm. Hey, are you doing this? Um, work was right. put on back burners. Um,
2: right, so you clients. could feed him and not have to worry about waking up early to go to work.
4: I didn't have to worry about anything any of that. except for taking care of my girlfriend. You just had a child, so you know, guys. Make sure that's you remember another, that.
2: That's the question. Were you Were you present for the birth of your child? I
4: was present before, during, well after. Um, <laughs> Did you it, almost pass out? <laughs> no, hey. it was weird. That's I was awesome. very. I was under the impression that you know what when she was pregnant and. I feel like such a dick for saying this. <laughs> I know there's guys that just can't stop touching the belly, the belly. Oh, I, I didn't want to touch it. Really? <laughs> Yo, it's we had a, a
3: we had, we had a.
4: Wants to run yeah, him.
3: we had an episode. I think it was <laughs> single mothers seventeen. Last season, um, season two, okay. and I said I want to see her gain weight. I want to see the the belly. I want to touch it, rub it. I want to go through that. I want to experience that. And it's funny because he's <laughs> the opposite.
4: Did, I know. Why, why? What made it I, you not want to? I I don't know what it was. It Had nothing to do with her. She was Complete. still as beautiful as always, even more so. Mm-hmm. It's just.
2: It was like an alien there in there no, moving around.
4: it was more like you didn't want to hurt him. Uh like 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 a Fabergé egg.
1: Mm. Oh, like, you don't touch ooh.
4: it. <laughs> yeah, you're like mm. You just watch it. You know, she took one step on I remember one day I uh we were we were still setting up for the baby's room
1: mm-hmm.
4: and she had asked me to go upstairs and get my toolbox which you know came back and when I walked into the room my heart dropped because she was standing on a two-step step stool. I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, what I'm hanging this I was like, get down. What are you mm. nuts? You going to break the egg. Yeah, yeah, I was oh I was I was that dad. <laughs> I didn't want to touch her per se like that, but I was massaging her neck. Mm. I was petting her hair. No, so you were holding her hand. I was massaging her feet. Well That's it came very to the important. actual child. I didn't have a desire to, you know. Just like, rub oh. the belly. And she she kept on pushing. She was like, "Oh, look, it's kicking." I was like, "I guess." I like, like, <laughs> like,
1: like, um, okay.
4: Yeah, I was like, eh. Like, you know. But um, what ended up happening with me? Oh, that's so embarrassing Did I, that I took the son of a. These, Stop you calling. You know what? Me. These
2: these new guests. It was her. her. <laughs> <laughs> that was her. You should have answered. She
4: knew. She knew I was talking about it. Um,
2: <gasps> that's amazing. You know what they say. <laughs> You developed that that um, that really soulful connection, mind to mind. She knew, she, yeah. she knew. She was like, "You better stop talking about it." <laughs> We've, <laughs> We've always when I had birth a connection.
4: To child. We've always had a. Connection.
2: Now, was your son vaginal or C-section?
4: vaginal, uh, vaginal. Vag- uh,
2: and you didn't pass out. I'm
4: impressed. No, it, it was strange because people and I spoke to um, my boss, friend, family. Anthony, mm-hmm. he has three beautiful children. Mm-hmm he's one of the strongest men I know and one of the best fathers I've ever known. Shout
3: out to Anthony, man. Yeah, Anthony Anthony Hunter, Hunter,
4: owner, operator, Mm -hmm. Murdering 3 and First Avenue. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to ask him for advice. And I said, I think I have a problem. He says, what? I said, I know there's supposed to be some sort of like father love excitement. I I, I don't feel Mm it. He goes, what? I was like, I... Were you nervous? No, nothing. I felt nothing. Mm -hmm. And I was worried. And he Mm -hmm. goes, wait. So you see him being born and hold him for the first time. That's going to change. Mm-hmm. I held him. Still nothing.
1: Really? It
4: was, And I was a little upset with myself because I wasn't sad. I wasn't nervous. I was just, eh, I don't know. Maybe you were just in shock. Maybe you were in shock. It was just like, oh, it's just another day. Like, hey, I'm a dad now. That's cool. Uh, fast forward <laughs> about a month and a half, two months, where we had the baby in a bassinet next to the bed. And every four hours, the baby gets up and cries. Well, I didn't want her to wake up. I mm-hmm. wanted her to sleep and get rest. So I took the baby into another room in the living room, and I held him, and I was feeding him, and uh,
1: it's like three in the morning. I'm all like, mm, <laughs> here you go. like. And he cooed. And
4: oh, I yeah. as I, was, I turned on the TV, and, he, and I feel his little hand kind of like playing with my chin hairs. And I looked down and he's got these big, beautiful brown eyes looking up at me. And he's got my eye long, long eyelashes. And he's <laughs> cooing and looking up at me with this, like this wonder. That's when I felt it.
1: Really? I started
4: tearing up oh. immediately. It was like, I'm your dad. Like, like, love it, it, was, you. it was that connection. And it was so weird from that point on, the whole world was just different. It was just different. No. you yeah. That's um, amazing.
2: How has it like changed you? I know you said um, it changed you for the best, and you um, obviously your your views on life and stuff have changed. Right. What what before your son did you do that was a little reckless? That now everything. <laughs> so wait, did you stop being <laughs>
1: reckless altogether,
2: oh, or oh, there's
4: still some recklessness I there? I know. I'm saying I second guess everything. Oh, I mean, really?
1: Yeah. Cause, yeah, because
3: um, we we it no sorry control we okay. had we've had um previous conversations in like private, private about children. You know what
4: I'm saying? So the way you are now, it's like it's surprising to me even. <laughs> really, to see.
2: that is so interesting. <laughs>
4: because you know it, it, what what ends up happening is you when, when you reach that level of acceptance that you are now responsible for another life. Mm. Mm-hmm. This isn't a part time job. Mm -hmm. You are dad, you are mom, 24
1: 7.
4: Mm -hmm. Um, To have that acceptance and knowing that this child is going to be molded into uh, God willing, someone good, but Mm -hmm. the first, um, like father, the first figure of a man that Mm -hmm. he will know is his father. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel guilty. About don't. how I used to be. Mm. That's how much of an effect it has. Stuff that I said, stuff that I did, stuff that I thought three, four, five, six, seven years ago. I'm like, I was an idiot. <laughs> like, like, right? one, like, I don't deserve a child. <laughs> like. And, and and from this point on, it almost makes me want to like almost redeem myself. It almost makes me want to like be better. Call up people and be like, "Hey, listen, remember that time I was an this Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, like it makes me wish like, "Oh, I should have never done that." Like, what so um, I,
2: I also know besides you know being a tattooist, mm-hmm.
3: you have tattoo many accolades. Yeah. Many you wear many different hats.
2: You <laughs> you know what I'm also saying? I know I know a, a, a big um, another big. Uh, not desire, but something that you're working on is a, a comic book,
4: right, series? Yeah.
2: Yes. Why yes. don't you tell us about that?
4: Um. Well, uh, a, lo- a lot of people don't know this. Some people do. Some people don't. Um. But uh, tattooing was never a thing that I wanted to do. Huh. Uh, now it's commonplace. I think a lot of people who are younger would agree with me that uh, there's a lot of kids in high school that aspire to actually be tattoo artists. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I graduated high school, I wanted to be a tattoo artist. I graduated in 99. Nobody said that they wanted to graduate high school to be a tattoo artist. The people who got tattoos were criminals, bikers, prostitutes, crazy people, scumbags. Like Those are people mm-hmm. that got tattoos. No one wanted to be a tattoo artist. Um, Back in the day. Yeah. like of misconceptions, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm very happy that the industry has changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be oh. a journalist. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, uh, just write. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be a film critic. I, I was just, anything writing was, was very, um, I was very into it. And, uh, when I came to the States from Puerto Rico, I didn't really know how to speak English very well. Oh, you were born in Puerto Rico? I was actually born in Farahque, but two months later, they we moved to Puerto. to Puerto Rico. How long did you live there for? I was there till I was about six. So oh. when I came to the States from Puerto Rico, you know, I was like, what? What? Okay. Yeah. Like <laughs> and um so reading was very difficult for me. Hmm. Um comic books was really what introduced me to reading and it got me very interested in other things. Like for example, Shakespeare.
1: Mm. Everyone is
4: like, Oh, you know, Shakespeare, well, that's not comic books, you know, that's you know, right, that's you know, a classic. Comic. Yeah. Right. But it was a couple of characters within the comic book that was talking about Shakespeare Mm -hmm. that made me wonder, well, who the hell is Shakespeare? Mm
1: -hmm.
4: And, you know, people quoted, um, you know, Shakespeare, like Hamlet and Macbeth Mm -hmm. and the Taming of the Shrew. I learned Mm -hmm. about those stories from comic books Mm -hmm. and that led me to pursue those stories to see what they were talking about. Mm So, in essence, I'm going to tell parents right now, if your kids read comic books, let them read comics.
1: Mm-hmm. The comic books. Mm-hmm. Comic
4: books are so intelligent. They're so, you know, comic books teaches people about acceptance, mm-hmm. you know, about so many beautiful things. And, um, that is my introduction to art. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't drawing, it was reading.
1: It's so, like, a,
4: it's
3: like another form of expression.
4: It really is. It's, it, to me personally, it, well, it's one of the best forms of
2: expression. Writing is artistry. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I so you are
4: completely. an artist.
2: Yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> If you can write, listen. A lot of people can't draw. They can't write. You know, right. they they survive on basics. If you can write, that's a that's a form of art. That you're putting down, you know, meaningful things. Now, going listen, back to listen,
3: that, man. Mm-hmm. Don't be modest, okay? You're great you're at what you do. You. Listen, listen, listen. I I go through this issue myself. When you're in it, doing it, you 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 you're like, okay. This, this, that. You feel like, oh, this is easy, or whatever it is. You are modest, you are humble. Right. People on the outside, like me, I am looking at you like you are not good, you are not great, you are phenomenal. <laughs> you look at it like, oh, I still okay. need to do more work, and I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I am saying? I don't want to talk about myself on this show. Like I want you to run the show, no, no but no. you know what I am saying? Like I feel that way because, like when you are when you are on the inside looking out, you don't realize that. When people on the outside looking in. They're like, yo, this mm-hmm. shit is incredible.
1: Mm-hmm. Man.
3: It's,
4: it's hard for me to accept that sometimes. Yeah. It really is.
2: But now, going back to the comic books, mm. do you draw it or do you write the the words for it? Or do you no, do all of it?
4: I, I just write. I'm actually still looking for someone who has that comic book illustrative training. Mm. Because not everyone yeah, can no. be... Like me personally, I've never had any art training ever. Mm-hmm. So even on my own social media, it doesn't even say tattoo artist. It says tattooist because mm-hmm. I don't believe that I deserve that title. That title is shared by people who um, actually draw, who actually paint, who actually sculpt and mm-hmm. don't get paid for it. You give me a piece of paper and a pencil and want me to draw something. If I'm not getting paid, I won't do it. Right. So I don't, I don't have that passion for art. Other people do. God bless no, them. No, no,
2: no, 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 no. I am going to correct you. You don't have the passion for drawing. You have the passion to write, which is again an mm. art form. Okay, I, I can. You see You can't that. argue with me because uh, <laughs> I like to go. But I like to go total. So you can. You can ask Mister one over there because you know.
4: Okay, and that I will Listen. agree. Artist, but tattoo artists. Okay. Eh.
3: If we're okay. keeping score, you're losing.
2: <laughs> we're um, on but I'm
3: not. Three now.
2: I'm not keeping score. I'm just saying I like to argue. <laughs> <laughs> I like to give it she was back. Like, this
4: is the debate. Dang it. <laughs> but yes no you're absolutely right um i do have a passion for for um i actually have a passion for just doing a good job if there's anything regardless of what it is um and if i was to to give anyone advice whatever you do bring your passion with you
3: and that's the thing i love about you it could be something Mm -hmm. that's the thing i love about you it's not just the hustler it's not just the hard work it's the addition of the passion you know what I'm saying that's something you can't learn in school that's something you can't teach. you know what I'm saying you can't teach heart art you know I mean you can't teach heart to have heart mm-hmm. you know what i mean and and and, and you know really get put, your, give all you, put your all in and put mm-hmm. that passion in
4: I learned very young I'm sorry to cut you off but mm-hmm. this I learned very young from my grandfather and uh from a couple of other people as well that laziness mm. um it, it, it it's a habit. Mhm it, it does it's like an epidemic, yeah, once you start <laughs> comfortability yeah once That's you start killer. like, okay, well, you know what? I'm just gonna be lazy on this day mm-hmm. now all of a certain three weeks later it's like, contagious, yeah, mm-hmm. laziness becomes a habit mm-hmm. and I, I I don't want to um have that habit. Mm-hmm. I don't like being lazy, whatever you do, be the best at it mm-hmm. if you can do if someone does it in twenty minutes, try to match that. Oh, Mm -hmm. you did it in 18 minutes. Okay, well, now next week, try to do it in 15. Mm -hmm. And then sit back and relax and see how everybody else can be 15. And if they Mm -hmm. do, you're setting the Mm -hmm. gold standard, Mm -hmm. not because you're showing off, not because you want to flaunt that you're better than everybody, Mm -hmm. but because that's your own personal Personal speed, that's Mm -hmm. your own personal preference, that's your, this is where I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be... You wanna go as fast as I do, that's fine. I'm not speeding. Mm. This is my pace. Right. Mm-hmm. You really wanna see me, you know, speed, wow, then I'll do it at ten. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'll probably, you know, fall asleep crying <laughs> because I'm overworking myself.
3: So I know that you're um you're also like a comedian. Like I said, you were in many different where I stole your.
4: Yeah.
2: Because you know I was coming with them, and I was like, I'm going to get this one in too. You yeah. know what
3: it is? I your you you your your brain waves. are ready And are I, I just stole you. it. Yeah. Uh, said, <laughs> so let me
4: give him one as a, as a side hustle as as, a, as a, this more of a hobby. Uh, Cause, I, I cause enjoy I'm sorry. making people smile.
3: Yeah, I'm sorry because you. I I saw it on YouTube, like your YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I was there for the up. whole thing. Yeah, because okay. I couldn't make it. That at the time, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I had so much shit going on to actually be there physically. But I was showing my love, like on the YouTube. I'm like, you know what I mean? Because I'm always supporting you, whatever it is, big, small, whatever. And I was on that YouTube page and I'm just like, this motherfucker's just fucking funny. (laughs) 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 You don't know, you don't notice that he's funny. But when he gets in his mood, like some people get in their zone, Mm -hmm. whatever you gotta do to get in your zone, like I said, I don't wanna be microphone dominant. Oh, right. Whatever you do to get in your zone, whatever he does, it works because when he is fucking gets in his zone it's, it, the switch is on
2: so wait let me ask you what you do what do your YouTube channel which right. we're going to put out there um what is it what is the content of it just you like doing stand up or like a, an array of different things
4: it's actually two different things it's oh. uh my stand up which is my hobby um okay. and then there's uh my 3D work which is um, I am one of four people in the world that does a specific type of tattooing uh, where I call it interchanging imagery with the use of 3D glasses. Um, So my YouTube channel actually has all of my videos of this particular style of tattoo. And then I throw in like, Would you like to demonstrate? Today, how you do that? <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um. So yeah, that's you know. I just started the YouTube channel. I'm old. I'm, like, how old are you? I'm, I'm thirty. Now.
2: You shut your mouth. Somebody should get slapped <laughs> get right now.
1: Crazy. Uh,
2: crazy. Please, let's not play the who's older game. <laughs> I just for crazy. one, I don't want to win it, but I am. So <laughs> I
1: was like, let's I'm just, just, just. I'm winning.
2: And, do you um practice your your you know your comedic routine with your son? No.
4: It? <laughs> no. But what I do is I take mental notes. And then when I see like certain situations, it's actually very simple. It what I hard? do is I tell I stories.
1: Gonna...
4: When you tell somebody like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, you know, I do stand up comedy sometimes. and like, Yeah, say something funny. I know. It's...
1: <laughs> and then <laughs> I'll say, now.
4: and then I'll say something funny. Because that's the best that I can come up with. Mm. Like, <laughs> that's too much
2: pressure, man. Yeah, I don't say it's, something uh, funny. Yeah, I
4: just say something funny. Um, no, I tell stories.
2: Does your girlfriend think you're funny? No. Um, really? No, she
1: does. I she thinks I'm hilarious.
4: Say... That, that is a funny. thing
3: that you do. You tell stories.
4: Yeah, um. that's what I do. I'll, I'll look at a story and I'll look at a situation. And then I'll just, I'm kind of roasting it.
1: Mm. You know,
4: I'm making fun of it. I'm bringing up to light things that people don't necessarily like mm-hmm. think about or talk about. And I'm like, huh. Ah, Look at that. And, and then people are like, oh, yeah, that's true.
2: Did Did you find it to come, like, naturally for you? Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah,
4: that I will say that. Uh, and it's it's fairly simple for me. What I'll do is uh, I'll just live my life. I'll live my day. If I see something funny or if I think of something funny, I'll pull up my phone and I'll write down, like, a little note oh, no. in, in, in my cell phone because thoughts are fleeting. They go yeah, in, they go right. out, and, uh, you know. A week later, two weeks later, I'm thinking to myself, what did I say in the shower that mm. time? That was really fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, wait. I wrote it down on my cell phone. And then I'll take it and then I'll clean it up. Mm. And then I'll make it shorter. And then I'll cut out this part. And then I'll add in this part. You know, because
1: that to me, so cool.
4: comedy is like tick of a wave. Mm. You feel the crowd. You, you, you build up, you build up, you build up the joke. You hit them with the punchline and then you shut up. Mm. And then you uh. wait for them to laugh. And mm. feel the laugh subsiding. That's when you start talking about the next joke. Mm. And then you hit him again. And it just goes up and down. If you find that sweet spot, your little 10-minute,
1: it's, it's perfection.
2: Have you ever um, thrown up before going on stage? No. Do you get nervous?
1: No.
4: At all? No. It's, it's weird. You know who said it best? It was Mike Tyson who said it best. Um, he said in an interview and I felt like him with anything that I do, when he said this in this interview, I was like, wow, he put my feeling and he put it to words. He said, "When I get closer to a fight. I'm terrified. Mm. He said, but as the days progress, I get less scared Mm. and less scared. All the way to the point where I'm about to walk into the ring no, and I'm gaining Anthony. more confidence and confidence. And by the time I walk into the ring, no one can beat me. I'm unbeatable. But when I'm, same thing happens to me. Before a, a, a stand up,
1: mm-hmm.
4: I'm, I'm scared. Even before I do a tattoo, which I know is going to come out great, mm-hmm. I'm scared. Like, oh yeah. you know, man, can I do this? Can I do this? But but you know, I train myself, I train my body, I train my mind, and as the days progress, I become more and more confident in what I'm about to do until when it's go time that I'm like, let's do this. Mm. And um it's it's a very odd um thing to say when mm. you tell people. Oh, can you handle this? Like, you know, this tattoo. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, sure. But in mine, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I maybe. I don't know. Like, <laughs> how how many
2: um stand up shows have you done? Or, or, I've only done five. Only so that's Ooh. amazing. Five is a big accomplishment. There one s- is a big accomplishment. There I can are some, some do
4: that. phenomenal comedians yeah. out there that are not even known. Um, yeah. I you know they're on my Instagram. They're wonderful people. Um, they do it every other night. Mm. Every other weekend, mm. bomb or succeed, they're there. I mean, I—I'll be honest with you. There were out of the five, I did have one night that I bombed. Really? And oh man, just nobody laughed. Well, no I, listen, listen, listen. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm it not my fault. You, hold up, <laughs> I'm gonna cut you off right there because the <laughs> yeah, irony right. about the irony about success is failure. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta fail big. Before you could make it big, You're right? Like I remember Denzel saying that once. You know what I'm saying, but it's a fact. You know, and 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 it's a, it's a learning process.
4: There's pressure. There's a lot of you pressure. know because um afterwards, after that one night that I bombed, I spent the next three weeks like, oh God, I don't know if I can do this. Anymore.
2: Like I was about yeah. to say that questioning yourself. Like I'm, yeah, it was, it was,
4: it was, and then all of a sudden I was like. It makes you stronger. Okay, let me do it again. Yeah. Like people that, were eating. You already, went through the, you, know, you
3: already went through the worst. What else <laughs> right. could yep. what else could happen? It yep. makes you stronger. Exactly. And um I guess no, that, I, it helps you that,
2: develop yeah. thick skin, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Absolutely. I, I I would say that um uh where there's people that have a passion for stand up comedy, where they have a passion for um, you know, tattooing. Um, I would probably say I have a passion for just doing a good job, no matter what it is that you need yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. Whatever your choice, uh, your, your life decisions take you, whether it's being a janitor, whether it's mm-hmm. working in retail, whether mm-hmm. it's being a lawyer, a doctor, wh- and wherever you are mm-hmm. on the spectrum, bring your passion, be the best at it mm-hmm. because someone's watching mm-hmm. and no matter what you do, Someone cares mm. about your journey.
3: and you
2: could change somebody's mm. life too.
3: Yeah, yeah, man. I applaud you because, to be honest, I could never do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I stand up. Yeah, I could <laughs> never do it. I'm a I'm a serious person. I'm a- like it takes a lot to just get me to laugh and shit like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm can just you him like stand-up? she's she's constantly telling me you need to smile sometimes. Like, when we went smile. to Hollywood, are you gonna smile to the executives, or that's how you're gonna be? Like you need to smile like you you're too intimidating, so I could never do it because it's like you have to have that personality and you have to you have to um like if people aren't accepting you or or what not. Like you kind of just have to go with that. Me, yeah, I'm, I might it. I do it if I get booed. I'm be like, fuck this shit. I ain't doing this it, shit again. gonna throw
2: the mic. F I ain't you, doing me. this
3: shit again, bastard. I dare y'all not laugh at my fucking jokes. Uh,
4: <laughs> you know what? You are funny, Danny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but but you know what? Um, when it comes to comedy, there is a science behind it. Um, understand that there are certain types of different comedies that you yourself could like or dislike, and you just gotta find where it is. Like uh, like you know, like uh, like music, you know, mm-hmm. rap, like your taste. Rap just it isn't just rap. Mm-hmm.
1: There's, there's so many gangster different- rap, mm-hmm. there's trap. pop
4: rap, mm-hmm. there's trap now. There's there's so many different types. Well, comedy's right. the same one.
2: But let let me ask you this. With everything, you know, maybe not this year, but years past, they bring up um, whatever a comedian says, you know, that happened back in the days, a long time ago, like to shove it in their face like, oh, you said this word or you said that. How do you feel about that in regards to comedians?
4: I think that people need to understand that these are jokes. Okay. These are not things that I believe. These are things that I believe are fucking hilarious to say mm. you know they're just jokes we're entertaining mm. we're, we're in entertainment mm. now mind you i can choose not to say certain words Correct. because i myself as a person don't feel comfortable saying these certain words mm. however if another comedian says it i don't judge that comedian right. mm. that's their style right. me personally mm. i'm not a fan of gimmick uh, mm,
2: comedy. Gotcha.
4: Um, again, not saying that they're not funny.
2: Right, mm. right. It's just not your style.
4: Uh, uh, Jeff Dunham, uh, he mm-hmm, does the whole, mm-hmm. you know, puppet. So, not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. guy, uh, Fluffy, whatever
2: Oh, yeah. uh, Iglesias. Not and, into
4: him at all. I really? I, he's just I But again, and not saying that he's not funny. Right. You just, that's not your It's your just style. my type of comedy, my type of comedians that I aspire to that I you know, really identify with and I love to hear are comedians like Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. where it's uh, very intellectual. Yes. Chris Rock. Yes. Um uh, Bill Chappelle. Burr. Uh, George Carlin, favorite. who was my all time favorite comedian. Really? Um, these type of comedians are not necessarily well, they're not gimmick um comedians at all in my personal opinion. They're very intelligent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can talk They're about. They're like conscious comedy. They can talk about anything. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, if you've ever seen their stand ups, they can talk about domestic violence. Mm-hmm. They can talk about political affiliations. Mm-hmm. They can talk about racism and somehow make it funny. Make it funny. Hysterical. terrible. Mm-hmm. Anyone who can do that is a genius to me. These people are just phenomenal. Those are the types of comedians that I identify the most because those are the ones that I aspire to be like.
2: Okay. That the makes- ones that have
4: gimmicks, I'm like, eh. I want to get back to the
3: tattoo real quick. No, if sure, you sure. don't have sure. any more comedian stuff, if you don't have any more <laughs> comedians, stuff. Then- well, that
2: was my it's hobby.
4: Not- oh, yeah. Comedy is my hobby. Yeah. I can talk about that stuff. Uh, the I'd only
2: question like I want to say about the, the comedy mm-hmm. part is um, do you think you're going to keep pushing forward with that?
4: Absolutely, because okay. um, you change mm-hmm. as a person and every single time you change as a person, who I was in high school is not the same person I was when I graduated. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. When you were a freshman, yeah. just to a senior mm-hmm. just that four, you're not the same person. Throughout your college, you're not the same person. Mm-hmm. I'm just 39
1: now, mm-hmm. just
4: five years ago, I mm-hmm. was not the same person. Mm-hmm. I am very excited to see what kind of dumb shit I'm going to talk about <laughs> when I'm 50. When I have to go into the hospital and have, you know, grown men put their fingers in my butt.
2: You can have a woman do it too.
4: (laughs) I'd rather a man Uh, because (laughs) that that is
2: is the most interesting answer. Because
4: it's going to be funny. Think about that first. If it's a woman, it's like, okay, well, this is normal. But if it's a man, I have to think about, like, am I going to make any noises? Last it's question. hysterical. So, me last mean.
2: question. Will you purposefully go to a male doctor just so that you can live that experience?
4: Just so I can have that experience, so I can make a joke you know, about this it. This
2: man is all about his craft. You know, that is I it. applaud you, sir. <laughs> Sacrifice the <a laughs> finger in my butt. You know what I'm mean? saying? Just for you people, you
4: better yeah. go on his
2: channel. You better go and support his comedic mm. stand up routine. Yeah,
1: that's what. I told you. So the
3: thing with the tattooing, yes. Um, I, I know that you have deposits. When you set up uh, yes absolutely. an appointment
1: yes oh okay. man I know so these I questions are going to come <laughs> yes
3: I wanted to ask you if <laughs> I wanted to ask you if you had someone who would like okay they gave their deposit and they were just like a no call no show right and what did you do did you improvise Woo! did you did you just be like okay I'm closing up shop I'm I'm leaving for the day let's say let's say you had like. Let's say you had two, sure. two, two that day. Right. You already did the first person, uh-huh. and the second person just no call, no show. But they already left the deposit. I know deposits are non-refundable. Um, yes. Okay. So what did you do? Did you um just close shop and was like, okay, I'm out of here? Uh-huh. Did you- have man. somebody else
4: come in and Ooh, tattoo? Let me, oh, let me just crack. Oh, oh man, he's <laughs> oh, <It's> gonna, <laughs> gonna get serious. This gonna be a TED talk now. Yeah, I want to get um, into the lifestyle question. Oh man, I hope <laughs> I hope my clients and potential clients hear this. Uh, <laughs> okay, first off, uh, when it comes to deposits, deposits are a way of the shop and the tattoo artist knowing that you as a client take your tattoo seriously. Mm-hmm. If you are not serious enough to leave a deposit, why am I going to be serious enough to even entertain you with that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's really that simple. Um, if you leave a deposit and you don't show up, I'm sorry, but I could have given this uh, slot to someone else. I do not get paid hourly. I get paid only on the amount of work that I do. Mm-hmm. So if I go into work, I spent money on gas, I spent money on lunch, I spent money like you know, just, just being thing. here, mm-hmm. and nobody shows up, I go mm-hmm. home broke. So that fifty dollars, mm-hmm. even though it's not going to break the bank or anything like that, well, it's going to pay for my lunch. It's going to pay for my, you, you know, do. like it, it's gonna, it's going to be a reason for me to mm, I lost yep. like four hours. All right, whatever.
3: Courtesy and um um courtesy and uh, consideration. Here's my next question mm-hmm. for you. I know you're a punctual person. I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> you are. He laughed at me. Now him. do you so are you strict terrible. on your clients as far as like being punctual? No. Okay. No, not at all.
2: <laughs> what if you have back to back though? Back to back. I don't
4: care. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> and I know that it's not okay. God damn it. Um, there's so many tattoo artists that are so much better than me when it comes to this. <laughs> My whole thing is that when I when I'm tattooing, it is um I'm creating something with my hands. Mm-hmm. We should not be... Don't get me wrong. If your appointment Hurry, is at six yeah. and you come in at eight, we're not tattooing. you. Right. But if, you don't want to rush it. It's a... Listen, eat something. Drink something. Mm-hmm. Use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Relax. How's your family? Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me start setting up stuff. Mm-hmm. It's 10 minutes past. It's all good. You're my only appointment for today.
1: Mm-hmm. You
4: have me sh- until whenever the hell time... Sh- now let's start, because if I'm relaxed, if I'm feeling yeah, good, yeah, your tattoo is going that. to good. feel, but if I'm being rushed, if yeah. you come in and say, hey, I have to be somewhere in 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you're not getting tattooed. Yeah. Right. yeah, but I have an appointment. I don't care. Yeah. 30 minutes? There's that. one thing an about An hour? That. Like, mm, no. You, yeah. I'm changing something on your yeah. body that's going to be on your body forever. Do yourself a favor. Cancel your plans with your friends at the club. Yeah. I'm changing your body. This is cosmetic surgery to me. Mm. The last thing I want to do is tattoo you and then rush it because you want to make it to Starbucks to meet up with your friends. Right. I, they can wait. Right. That's just how I
2: feel. Did you have a lot of uh, clients that that say that to you? No, no, oh, no. But just I, get, but I, as, do, as an example,
4: uh, but I do let my clientele know we, you know, your appointment is for six thirty.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Expect needle to skin between. Six thirty and seven thirty, because oh. within that hour, it'll give us enough time to eat something, get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Let's put something on television because I don't yeah. have to rush because I to build didn't set anything up. Right, that's of what I get. He
3: wants to build that report. He built he he vibes off energy. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't
4: set anybody up for you, so you're not being rushed. Right. The last thing I want is I set up something for nine o'clock so and I have to rush you.
1: That's not fair. To you. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not no.
4: Fair. I'm here and then we're like, well, what time do you close? I close when the job is done. Mm. So if we started at 7.30 and I'm tattooing until 1 a.m., that's all good. right? Because it's all going on you anyway. It's you and me. Right. You're not getting a tattoo. I'm not doing a tattoo. We are t- doing a tattoo together. Mm. So let's do it. You know, we that's got a job an awesome to do. way do. to think, though. You'd be surprised how many people in the tattoo industry don't feel that way. It's like money, money, money. You know, Get them in, get them out, get them in, get them out. Money, 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 money. And I'm like, eh. Yeah, so, and that's,
3: that's what I see is the difference yeah. with you.
4: Yeah, Mm, I I, definitely. If you love what you do, money just happens. Mm. So,
2: how old were you when you got your first tattoo?
4: I was sixteen. I know that's no bueno.
2: (laughs) Okay, no, that's fine. I was
4: seventeen. I want to ask.
2: I wanted to ask you. I know you have a a newborn. Yes, going to be one soon in February. Yes. When he comes to you and he says, "Dad, I want a tattoo." Absolutely. Can you do it, Dad? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? yeah, absolutely. What if he says, nah, I don't want you, no offense. I want somebody else to do my first tattoo.
4: I will Pick teach. By, by the time he gets to that age, I am hoping that he learns by example the same lessons that I try to instill on clients. Which is? I do not mind if it go to someone else. Okay. I, as long as you follow these certain rules. One. Make sure that they have a portfolio. Get your pens ready, people. Yes, <laughs> this is important information. Make sure that whoever you go to has a portfolio readily available, whether it's physical or whether it's online. Okay. True. Make sure their portfolio is up to your standards to the tattoo that you want. For example, mm. if you wanted a portrait, don't go to a tattoo artist that's showing you a Cartoon. portfolio of cartoons. Exactly. Mm. Make sure that the person that you go to specializes in the In the style of tattoo that you want. Mm -hmm. Next, make sure that they're reasonably priced. I'm not saying, you know, if the guy's charging four grand, that that's expensive because there are people that charge $4,000 if the work is $4,000 worth. I mean, it's beautiful. It's amazing. There's nobody else. This guy's got, or this girl has awards, has magazines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're paying for mm-hmm. what that. is going to be an amazing tattoo. However, if the guy, if the tattooist is uh, charging four grand for something this small that you know anybody could do for, you know, a quarter of that, mm-hmm. well, that guy's just trying to rob you. Right. You know, and uh, you know that's my thing. So as long as my son is here to those that if you find an artist, that has a good clientele, reasonably priced, strong portfolio. That is go. okay. Go, get tattooed by this person. Good
1: you for know,
4: you. Um, don't get tattooed by your friend's cousin in a kitchen. It's it's not...
1: Is same. that is that where you
4: got yours? No. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure it was in a shop. All right. Uh, but, you know, we kind of lied about my age. Uh-huh. <laughs> was, well. Yeah, fuck it. He's 18. That's like, him. Hey,
2: can, <laughs> can that happen now? Can somebody lie about their age now to you guys?
4: They can, and they have. Um, we are fortunate enough that we are a very serious shop, but we do uh, adhere to the rules and regulations of New York State and Suffolk County. Mm. Uh, if you are under 18, no one can sign for you. Mm. You must be 18. New York State law says that, and they are very clear about that. Uh, parental consent cannot be given to a minor for a tattoo, only piercings. New, I was Jersey, about to say
1: that, New Jersey, New Jersey, different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can be
4: 15, 16 years old yeah. as long as there's a parent signing oh. for you. You can get that too. But I am licensed. under New York. Seventeen. Sorry, I'm not going to
1: tattoo you. Mm.
2: Even if it's your own son.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. No, I mean, if, <laughs> sorry, I think man. there's something wrong with the I, mic. <laughs> I, if it's my own son, I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> No, got gotcha, gotcha. I totally him it. Okay.
3: So, what are your um? What are your goals? There's
4: benefits to having a tattoo death. <laughs> what are
3: your goals? Like, do you wanna have your own shop one day, multiple shops? Um, do you con do you still see yourself doing this like when you're sixty, um, seventy Along years with, old?
2: With uh like, com- comedy. The comedy <laughs> thing. Get you know? the comic books. Um What is the order of how you. you wanna do?
4: I I'll be very honest with you. I do not wanna be tattooing at fifty, sixty years old. Okay. Um I, again, I don't have a passion for tattooing. I have a passion for doing a good job. Mm-hmm. But for me, I I, I want to get to that age where I'm tattooing because I want to, mm-hmm. not because I have to.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and that's just my own personal preference. Mm-hmm. So where
2: where where does your passion lie in besides doing a good job in whatever it is that you're doing?
4: Being happy and making other people happy. So that is where I want to be in ten. 20, 30 years. I want to be that person who could be considered a, um, a philanthropist, Mm -hmm. a person who, uh, spends their time, uh, helping the needy, um, just Mm -hmm. helping people who are less fortunate. I, I, I like the idea of giving. Yeah. Because what ends up happening is, um, I think right now in 2020, a lot of people are affected by their self-confidence. A lot of people are very insecure about themselves. A lot of people are more concerned about how they feel about stuff as opposed to what's really important. Mm. I was lucky to be raised in a way that being good was more important than being happy. And that's a very strange concept. Mm. However, if you think about it this way, my self confidence goes up and my happiness goes up when I know that I'm doing good for someone else. Mm, gotcha. So for me, being you know good is more important than being happy because if I'm being good, then I'm already being happy already. because it's making me happy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: You know, it's it's a weird way of thinking that's uncommon right now, mm. but that's where I want to be in like 20. It's years. not really weird. No, that, well, you
3: know what I'm saying. Someone on the outside looking and I could get it, but. I don't think it's weird.
4: Yeah, but well, that's what I mean. If you if you ask you know a child or a young person you know what do you think your parents would want you to be, mm-hmm. be successful, happy, um, you know, or good? You, you'd be surprised. They're yeah. gonna. A lot of parents will have kids tell them, "Well, I, I uh, my parents would want me to be successful. My parents would want me to be happy." Not many people are going to say, "My parents want me to be good." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I was. I, mm-hmm. I I grew up and I was like, "Well, I just want to be good. I just want to be a good person. That's all."
3: Remind me of uh,
1: Thomas Jefferson. Life, Liberty, Pursuit of Happiness. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um,
2: as far as the comic book thing, I know you're you're the you would be the writer yes. for it and you're um which is weird because well, not weird because you said that your passion does not lie <laughs> in art in drawing.
1: Right.
2: So, um when you find that, do you already have like a story already yes. created, um, I, so I, you're I, just basically waiting for an artist to come and that correct. that you can mesh well with. Yes, there's right? a
4: couple of stories actually that I'm um, very uh, like my heart's in it. Um, I'm I'm already invested in it. One of them is more of a uh, a horror. A suspense thriller single story that's which awesome that could or could not be a comic um actually i think this planner and i actually spoke about it one day we're going to sit down i'm going to give him a rough copy i'm like here mm-hmm. check this out um he, hopefully because uh i'm very proud You're of trying him. to collect we've known each other for so many years and i'm very very proud of him yeah
2: he, he another a, one with big accomplishments a,
4: Published. You know, like i said writer. we're not here to talk about me
2: I'm just am i saying, the only odd man out here
4: <laughs> I'm saying I'm just proud that you are a published writer, and I would be an honor to actually write something together with you and uh, I would definitely
2: listen I would definitely <laughs> put my uh investment in my stock in that
4: <laughs> The other story that I have is more of a comic book where I've specifically wrote it in a way that you know it's episode based, so I've had if you were to say it in this uh way six episodes right now
1: oh okay. that
4: one I'm looking for on established a uh, comic book illustrator.
2: Now, so let me ask you, because I'm not a, a comic book type of person. Mm. When you say episodes, is that, you know, one comic book, and then you have to go with number episode two? Episode
4: or issue. Oh, okay. Whichever. So, right. You know, if it, was, if it was made into a cartoon episode, if it was made you. into a comic book, uh, issue. comic book,
1: yeah. Got but you. I've written
4: it in a way that I want whoever. The last thing I want is to trap an artist in a box where they have to do what they're, what they're reading, mm-hmm. I've written it in a way that any artist to look at it can have their own in, like interpretation of it, and That's then amazing. kind of have a creative freedom list of like where this artist how he um, sees it, he or she can come to me and say, "Hey, how tall is this person?" Well, huh. how tall do you think they are? Because I never wrote their height. Right. And how do you see this person in your head? Draw, right, it, out? draw it like that, and That's then whatever awesome. they drew out, I'm pretty confident. Be like. That's, that's, that's how it looks good. like. Right. Done. So I want them to have that creative freedomness And be like, hey, can I also add this because it'll do this? Excellent. Go ahead. Do it. I want the artist to have like a co-creator vibe to what I've written.
1: Huh. You
4: know, I set up the vegetables. I set up the sauce. I set up the dessert. Throw in the meat. You right. know, I'll leave you. you know, let's, let's make a meal out of this. Gotcha. That's how I've written this. And, okay. uh, I just haven't found that person. yet. Interesting.
2: So, that's very interesting. I might have a artist for
1: you.
2: Oh. <laughs> Let me get the number. <laughs> I got you.
4: I got you. We're
2: all about making so, connections on the uh, the discipline therapy yeah, podcast. No,
4: tattooing is um, it's fun. I love it. I love the people. I love the interactions with people. Um, the uh, the awards that I've won, the magazines that I've been published in, uh, the sponsorships that I've been blessed to uh, acquire throughout the years. So, um,
3: are you still going to be doing like the the like, um? Uh, the conventions and stuff like that cuz i i haven't gone in like years
4: i think i'm done competing at the conventions i mm. think i'm done just going to the conventions i've accumulated uh uh blessed to have been accumulated um 55 awards in different tattoo competitions
1: wow, that's awesome. all it's
3: rob does is sorry to cut you off all rob does is win ladies and gentlemen if <laughs> you see these these uh uh trophies behind us we'll all win. he does is win <laughs> i've never seen this guy place in like Fourth or something like that he's always like <laughs> top, top three top two, top three, yeah, you know what i'm saying like
4: it's it's uh i've i've been fortunate enough to have a good uh run run exactly very good yeah run let
2: yeah. me ask you though. With, the, with COVID and all that stuff, do you think that that's even, that that's going to change those conventions and stuff like I that? I would
4: imagine so. You know, right now we're- It's in, probably going to be all
2: digital now, right?
4: I'm, I'm who knows? We're living yeah. in such a strange right? time right now. Uncertain, where, yeah. You know, life is forever. going to be different. Yeah. We don't know when this pandemic is going to end. Mm. I did my own research and it turns out that the last pandemic that hit lasted two, I 20. think almost three years, something yeah. like that. So yeah. it's it not- unreasonable to say that this pandemic might go
1: well well into 2021 no, yeah. No, yeah.
4: easily uh, so we should really knuckle down mm-hmm. try to work on being good mm-hmm. uh, work on being good to each other um you know and then uh you know let's let's survive this together yeah, That's mm. you know. Listen to the rules. COVID is a real thing. Mm. Uh, nice. People are dying. Mm. People are getting hurt. People are getting sick. It's it's not some sort of conspiracy. Let's be honest here, guys. If mm. if, if you are a family that have had someone, um, you know, they've lost Got someone,
1: affected by it,
4: you can't tell them that this is a conspiracy.
1: Mm-hmm. To them,
4: it's a real thing that happened, yes. and it's it's heartbreaking. It's, it's heartbreaking.
1: No, I, I
2: agree. Um, so. Your pot, po- no, your podcast. We have the podcast. Your- you guys have the podcast. What am I talking about? <laughs> your um YouTube channel. Yes. Where can people reach it? Like, what is it? What is what is the name of it? It's
4: just Robert Rodriguez 3D tattoos. You know, once you type that in, you will be able to see it right away. I just started doing the YouTube thing. I don't even know if I even have like a. Ram. Like just type in Rob Rodriguez. Around <laughs> I, I
2: totally I understand that language. What
3: is your uh, your social media?
4: Mm-hmm. Your, uh, my social media is Rob Murda Inc. uh R O B M U R D A I N K, uh named after actually my teacher and mentor, Nike. Mm. Uh, co-founder of shirt kings so they were doing all the uh um the uh, graffiti and mm-hmm. the, the uh the, the denim jackets yep. and everything at the coliseum so big, yeah. yes him kashim and uh i always forget the <laughs> third guy god bless him i love him but i i met him a couple of times he's awesome but i don't remember him but they started it and then uh nike started murder ink
1: mm-hmm. um
4: and then i started that's actually how i started tattooing i didn't want to
1: mm-hmm.
4: i started working as a piercer for nike um back in 2005 at okay. murdering two he and i got along very well and uh he um said to me i think we should pick up the gun and i was like ah, i really don't want it because to yeah.
1: me There's if i no do wracking. a piercing
4: if i mess it up you can take it out mm-hmm. if i do a tattoo and i mess it up yeah uh, i don't want that responsibility mm. um he kept but pushing me. I didn't want to at, do it.
3: You're amazing at cover-ups, man. Well,
4: he, he kept pushing it and kept pushing it. And I didn't want to do it. And then one day I was like, ah, so circumstances happened at, with life. that mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm being given an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me at least try it.
2: And now um, look at you. Tattoo extraordinary.
4: I had an apprenticeship with him for two years. I uh, transferred over to Murder Inc. in West Bab. Um owned and ran by uh, Anthony Hunter, another protege of his. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're 10 years later, and I'm at his new shop. Well, Anthony's, nice. Anthony Hunter's new shop, First Avenue, and I'm very happy here. We've been I here slid. for two years. i slid mm-hmm. First
3: Avenue, Long Island.
4: Uh, in the two years that we've been here, we've already been published in four magazines. We've won wow. six awards. Uh, we've even broke a local record of most tattoos done By a single artist in an eight hour period, we did 177 tattoos in eight hours. Mm. Um, Your hands must have been cramped. Oh, I was feeling it for days. I was like, why did we do this? This Mm. is stupid. (laughs) Um, But we were published in a magazine. I I had a great crew um, Kelsey and Natalie, and we had a young girl, Lena, even my own girlfriend. Uh, Dana was in uh, my best friend Christine you know shout out uh, mm-hmm. my other friend uh, Jacqueline shout out to all of you for helping it was a wonderful day
1: that's awesome and I,
4: I it was I couldn't have been more proud
2: so, uh, so where can that. people see like your work like how you said you want your son to be able to see somebody's portfolio where Instagram
4: can- is the best and what did you uh, for me which is rob murder inc mm-hmm. um i also have a TikTok under the same name uh facebook is rob rodriguez but in instagram you'll be able to see my latest work you'll be able to contact us uh, uh my sponsors you'll be able to contact the other artists that work in the shop okay. um we, we we adhere to a, a basic um motto good work for good people at good prices
2: I like that model. That's
4: how we work. Uh, None of us are trying to buy Lamborghinis. None of us are trying to, you know, uh, get into your pockets or, you know, overcharge you. But at the same time, too, when you come in here, you will be getting, to the best of our ability, Mm -hmm. award winning magazine published work.
1: That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's phenomenal. Thank you.
4: All right. So that's it for the show.
1: That's That's it? it?
4: You have
2: anything anything else you want to say? I could go on for days. I'm going to miss you. You want to tattoo me? (laughs)
4: I'm going to miss you all. You did tattoo
2: me. <laughs> I did tattoo you. You did. Look. That I'm is. Doing...
4: Oh, wait. I remember that. Well, my daughter.
1: I she has mine.
2: That.
4: You did the fish for her.
2: Oh, really Isn't it beauteous?
4: I, you know what? I'm going to say it right now. The next time we do this, because I actually really enjoy doing this. The next time we Wasn't do Wasn't it this, fun? We should have like a questionnaire. No one okay. Can I say that? Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. I think what you should guys should do in the comments below. <laughs> you should write down questions that you think I would answer as a tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like what or are comedian. A, what, yeah, what are the stupidest questions that you've ever- Yeah, I will answer everything and anything. Just ask me any sort of nonsense. Mm-hmm. And then the next episode should just be a 50-questionnaire, like, all right. Sexy Jacob 59 says <laughs> Sexy Jacob. You know, what, that's what, weird because the artist that
2: I was talking about, his name is Jacob. That's just weird. That's because I know his You name. see? No, I've, I've seen man. his Instagram
4: It's Sexy Jacob. Um, there you go. no, it's not Sexy Jacob. I he maybe he's not sexy. I don't know. Well, maybe it's just a clever name. He's pretty
2: sexy. My okay. nephew.
4: So it's not ju- Okay, so it's not. Just,
2: the family? It's not
4: just a clever <laughs> name. Man. It's spot on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah next time should be just like like a 50 page my questions weren't good enough questioner no we should have some silly shit
3: no your questions suck Stupid
4: Stupid you. <laughs> thank you
3: <laughs> he's being nice he's the guest
4: i am i am i have
2: to be i, I don't have it in me you're gonna mean. just admit to that you're just being nice i think my questions were pretty listen good. it's
3: bro code all right. no, all
2: right. I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me to be <laughs> well, mean. I'm sarcastic, but not mean. I speak that language well too. Well,
3: we want so to, we want to so thank you for, uh, for being a guest on the Discipline Therapy podcast. We really appreciate you coming on.
4: Thank
3: you got it. You know, talking about your experiences, mm-hmm. your goals, um, your passion. I commend you. I, you know, I respect what you do. I can't do a lot of shit you do, thank so you I respect know. what you do. Um, You you know what I'm saying? Keep doing it, man. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. No matter what it is, you're going to get haters. You're going to get people who are going to cancel on you. You're going to get people who are jealous, whatever it is. Just keep doing you. Be like one of those, you know those horses when they wear the- um The
2: blinders. The
3: blinders. Right. They do that because it keeps them focused on the goal. The moment they look at what's next to them, they're going to slow down. Do
4: you know about horses? Does
3: anyone know? Well, my grandmother- you she, those um, horses. So my late,
4: the, the, those horses are typically called Clydesdales. Did you know that? No. Those are the biggest horses. Those are the ones that, you ever see the Budweiser commercials? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are Clydesdales. My late grandmother had a horse. I'm not intellectual, I only know that because some girl told me. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I just retained it like a fucking piece of paper shoved into a drawer.
2: Well, they always show them on the for the Super Bowl. They uh, always show Budweiser commercials on Super Bowl, and they always have those horses. Mm-hmm. See? Huh, are you a football
1: seen... guy? No. Oh,
2: well, me either. <laughs> well, me either. I just know about the commercials.
4: I don't watch football. I mean, okay, I do watch football if it's Super Bowl.
2: So then you should know those
4: commercials. Yeah, those commercials are... Yeah, but then I think, you know, beer tastes like pee. Yeah. So yeah. whenever those commercials come up, they're you know, like, the smooth taste of it. I'm no. Like, the the
2: discipline should, taste discipline
3: it? should say that. gross. The smooth <laughs> <taste> <laughs> I'm not a beer drinker. Say Budweiser. You know what I'm saying? Say it.
1: I'm what?
3: a beer drinker. <laughs> But what I will say is, no, no, did. Wait.
1: did you hear? It? So, I'm not a beer drinker. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it
3: soon. The the audio books will be out. Oh,
1: look, look at that! He's, he's putting it. He's doing he's it.
2: He's laying it on thick right now. He's still doing it.
1: <laughs>
2: but I am gonna. I am gonna check to see if you um did subscribe to our to the discipline therapy podcast channel because I, we have a lot of different things coming up. I we did. got new things coming up people. You got to keep it keep it locked in on oh, this yeah. show because we He's, he's been subscribed
3: ever since I told him that we were going to put it okay. out. He was like on it. Well,
2: he's the main... He was on it. He controls it, so I'm I yeah. don't know, I'm just... I just
4: haven't been able... Cause I again, just wanted
2: to say that we have big things coming up. I'm not it.
4: computer savvy, so I still haven't been able to figure out how to like copy the link and put it on my social media so people can click it. Yeah. So what I do is I la- do the lazy thing. I just take a screenshot and I post it. Right. I'm like, yeah, here I'm you go. Happy. Look it up. <laughs> no matter I'm what it is, we we appreciate, you. we
3: appreciate. <laughs> we yes, appreciate the support. You know what I'm saying? Um, Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you were tuned in to the Discipline Therapy Podcast. I love this part. Peace.
2: I can't go as deep, but I did say it. You
1: got the looks.
3: (laughs) You might have noticed a change in your
0: neighborhood lately. Yep. Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before.